How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We uh, now go to our good buddy from uh, Forbes.com, uh, our friend Rob Reichel, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Rob, how you doing, buddy? I am great. How are you, Unit? I am doing well. I uh, I'm I'm anticipating football. I think the NFL is just kind of kind of muscling through the coronavirus and saying that we're just going to go without you know we're we're, we're Teflon. I think they kind of muscle through it and say we're going to do it until somebody tells us we can't, and then they'll make decisions. But uh, getting to the Green Bay Packers now, you and I have not talked since the draft, and I want to start there and then work our way forward. What did you think? Uh, when you sat there and watched all the pieces fall into place for the Packers, what did you think of their draft? Uh, you know, Billy, I didn't. I had no issues at all with the first round pick. I, I think that was tremendous foresight, potentially planning ahead. Um, it, it's far and away the most important position in sports. And you know, Aaron Rodgers is about a year older today than um, than Brett Favre was when Rodgers was drafted back in 05 to come in and eventually replace Favre. So uh, long story short, the pick of Jordan Love, I, I was absolutely fine with Bill. The rest of the draft was kind of a head-scratcher to me. Um, for a 13-3 and team, uh, man, that, that seems that seems right, semi-close. I mean, again, I Bill, I still don't think they're better than about fourth or fifth in the conference, but whatever. They're in the discussion, and if things go right, they can – they could make a Super Bowl run, but they really didn't do a lot then, Bill, the rest of the draft to help them out in, in 2020. And obviously Jordan Love sitting there uh, it, with, with the first-round pick isn't going to help you in all likelihood in 2020 either. So um, at the end of the day, Bill, they, they probably took a step backwards on draft night compared to what everybody else in the division and, and what some of their biggest rivals across the league did. Uh, I, I think a lot of the teams they, they are chasing are trying to hold off got better for 2020 bill the Packers didn't with that draft but Green Bay could get some upside uh, in the years down the road from from some of these picks I just I just don't think it's going to be an immediate gratification type of draft bill um, that being said do the Packers as we because you had just said they're probably one of the top five or six and they're in the discussion and if the chips fall in their direction 
they could certainly find themselves back in the same situation they did last year. Um, do you? Because when I listen to Matt Lafleur talk and I listen to Mike Pettin talk, Matt Lafleur talks offensively and says, "Well, you know what? We added some pieces that are additional weapons. Uh, while they did not get wide receivers for Aaron Rodgers, they believe that the guys that they have are as good as, if not better, than the talent was there. They got a couple of specialty guys in Dylan and, and Degara." Uh, and then on the defensive side, it's all about gap assignment. Uh, I don't buy that. I'm sorry. I don't think they got better. I think if you're not getting better in the NFL, you're getting worse. Uh, they were also one of the healthiest teams in the NFL last year. I am not expecting a 13-3 and season. As a matter of fact, I'm thinking maybe 10 wins probably gets them this year, uh, and, and that may not even get them into the postseason. We'll have to wait and see. But in that realm – when they say, hey, we've got more weapons to suit Matt LaFleur, and then it's just as simple as gap assignment defensively, are you buying it? No, no, not at all, Bill, and I, I think you're very smart not to buy that. Um, and, and believe me, you're, you're not the only one skeptical or cynical that this is another 13-3 and three type of season. I think Vegas has them at, at nine wins. I, I think I saw ESPN simulators and projectors had them at like, like 8.1 the other day, so the majority of, I think, the football world, Bill, looks at last year for Green Bay and says, how did that group go 13-3? and Well, they were 9-1 and in one-score games, right? Like you mentioned, they had absolutely nobody injured. They went to Kansas City and, and didn't have to face the best player in, in football in Patrick Mahomes. They went up to Minnesota and didn't have to see probably the most important piece on, on the entire Vikings team in Dalvin Cook. Um, they caught a lot of breaks along the way, Bill. I think there's there's no question about it. I mean, credit to them. They found a way to win those one-score games, and they were resilient. But I think their plus-minus, Billy, was only like plus 63 in terms of total points. And, and the way history trends out, usually when, you're, when your scoring differential is that low, um, you're about a 9-7, and seven, a 10-6 and six football team. And I, I think that's what most people are expecting this year, that this group comes back to earth a little bit, that, that a lot of the breaks they got last year, Bill, just don't happen again, that the injuries they avoided, it's, it, it, it would be remarkably rare for them to do that two years in a row. Um, I, I really think internally, Bill, they, they probably are saying to themselves, man, we had a golden opportunity last year. We, we let it go um, with a miserable performance in San Francisco, and it's going to be remarkably tough to get back to that level again in 2020. So did they then do – and by the way, we're talking with Rob Reichel of Forbes.com. Did they then do a disservice to this team, and I'm speaking they being Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekinds, by not pushing more chips to the middle of the table this offseason with draft and with free agency, or is this one of those – everything fell in our direction and we still didn't get it done. Therefore we start looking more towards 2021, 2022 than we should, you know, really the here and the now. Yeah. I think when they, and, and again, none of us will ever know until somebody writes a book on it or, or what have you, Bill. But, but I, I think really if they were honest with themselves this particular off season and, and they looked at exactly where they were, um, again, I think they, number one, felt fortunate to be 13-3. and three, And number two, I, I, you really wonder, Bill, if they said to themselves, have we gone as far as we can with Aaron Rodgers? And that led to the pick of, of Jordan Love. Because if you look, Bill, Aaron Rodgers has played four NFC championship games in, in his career. His passer rating in his first two was 55. That was the Bears game in 2010 and the Seahawks game in 2014. And his last two trips to the NFC championship game, 
Philly, the Packers did not score in the first half. They were getting routed 24 nothing by Atlanta. They were losing to San Francisco 27 nothing at halftime. Those games were over by halftime. And Aaron Rodgers was not very good in any of those games, Bill. He was obviously unbelievable in the biggest game of his life, Super Bowl 45. But the next four games, Bill, that he played in, in terms of the magnitude of importance, Aaron Rodgers was not very good. He's, he's 0 for 4 to me in NFC Championship game performances, Bill. So, you know, I, I wonder if internally they said the window is probably closed. Maybe we can't go any farther with Aaron Rodgers. And, and that led to the Jordan Love pick and some, some hesitancy maybe, Bill, in terms of going all in again and, and trying to get another uh, Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith type of type of offseason. They were certainly handcuffed more this offseason, Bill. They're only about $10 million under the cap right now, so they didn't quite have the financial wherewithal they did um, a year ago. But, um, you know, there's clearly a changing of the guard going on. And Love's going to take over, I think, Bill, by 2022. And what we have in the middle here, I, I don't know if it's purgatory for them. I, you know, I don't know if they're in just kind of a holding pattern and, and hoping for the best. But I, but I think the chances of them returning to an NFC Championship game and a Super Bowl are, you know, they're not great, Bill. So give me your thoughts, because the X factor, as we all know, can be Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, if he comes out and he just lights the world up and he goes back to an Aaron Rodgers of a few years back, then certainly he can be that game changer. I have not seen – Aaron Rodgers is still tremendous, and I, I will not discount him in that manner, but I just haven't seen that level of that surgeon-esque-like consistency since he broke that collarbone uh, when Anthony Barr landed on him. I don't know if it'll ever come back, but do you believe it? Do you buy into this whole Aaron Rodgers has this new fire under him because of the Jordan Love pick and, and that he's going to come back and that's going to be the X factor here? Bill, you and I know what Father Time can do to a body and do to a human, right? I mean, it's nobody, nobody wins and nobody has ever beat Father Time. And, and, and there's a Bill, if, if I broke Rodgers down here over the last decade in, in a few stories recently, I mean, from, from that 2010 to 2014 period, Bill, when he won two MVPs and he won a Super Bowl, the Packers won 72.5% of their games, and Rodgers' passer rating, Bill, was 111. I mean, he was unbelievable. He might have played the quarterback position those five years, Bill, as well as anybody we've ever seen play the position. The last five years, he, he hasn't been near that level, Bill. His passer rating is 97. Green Bay's winning percentage is 609, so it's down about 13%. Um, he's had, like you said, the, the, the injury to the collarbone and his throwing shoulder this time, not his non-throwing shoulder. I agree with you. I think that's dramatically affected his, his accuracy and just his overall performance. I think, Bill, what we saw last year, and this is a killer for quarterbacks, is I think his legs are starting to slip and go a little bit underneath him. Some of those defensive ends and tackles he used to be able to easily avoid and elude and, and um, carry plays eight and nine seconds by dodging trouble outside the pocket. Bill, he struggles doing that these days. He, he can't keep plays alive quite to that level like he once did. It's, it's because his legs are going a little bit and his athleticism isn't quite what it was. Is he a top eight or ten quarterback in the league right now? Absolutely, Bill. I don't think we can argue that. But he's not up there anymore in the discussion of the best three or four, I don't think. And, and, and with what Green Bay is paying him and the amount of uh, salary cap money that he gobbles up, they need him to be a top three or four quarterback in the league, especially in the postseason, Bill, and that's where some of his greatest failures have come. Always a pleasure to talk, Rob. I appreciate it. Uh, stay safe, and uh, as we venture back out, we'll share a beer at some point down the road, I'm sure, okay? 
Looking forward to it. All right, Bill, stay safe yourself. Thanks. Appreciate it, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go. That is our good buddy Rob Reichel joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.